0: the land of nostalgia.
2: action action the podcast that watches all the action movies we put them on our list sometimes we agree sometimes we don't we don't really care what you think dustin <laughs> oh
3: okay
2: uh we're on the bfop network and uh you know you need to listen to the other episodes like podcasting after dark talking back uh, blast from blast the from the past mm-hmm. um
1: revenge return revenge resurrection is the horror one
2: oh, okay I am James, your host today. We don't have John, but uh, I'm accompanied by uh, my co-host Dustin. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got, huh? Yeah, uh,
1: I gotta try something new.
2: And this week we have a special guest. We have Nick from Nick's Flix Picks. no.
1: Try no, again. Nick's
2: <laughs> picks flicks. <laughs> pi- Nick's flicks fix. Oh, Nick's flicks fix. Damn it.
0: As long as it as long as mouthful. you don't as long as you don't get it confused with Nick's Dicks Picks, that's okay. Yeah. Because that's a completely yeah. different yeah. account I run. Different site. Yeah. Different site. Yeah. Premium um, paywall for that one.
2: you think I'd fucking know this after <laughs> five this is the fifth time. Number 15. five. Number five. So welcome, Nick. Thank Join you for the having me. Club. Thank you
0: very much for having me. I'm excited to be back on. Uh, I love talking with you guys about action films. We have a lot of fun. Um, and look, the fun will keep rolling today, despite the film that I've brought to you, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we kind of forced this one on you a little bit. I don't know. I it mean, was... I, you picked The Expendables the first time you were on. Then we did Expendables two, and then you you know you avoided this one. You put it off. I really we, we did. did a couple other movies,
0: but you, you're right. I made my bed with picking the first two <laughs> Expendables. Now I've got a. Now I've really got to lie in it. And I mean, like we were talking just for Expendables four is coming out this year. So
1: yeah, is it we weird that to I'm, to kind it? I'm kind of excited for it? I'm kind of excited for it because I, uh, I am.
0: I am. I mean,
2: I'm excited <laughs> in a way of like you know, I want to see if everyone's going to die in this train wreck of a <laughs> franchise, but, um, where are they going to go? Because, uh, we'll get into this one, but, yeah. mm. uh, Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, Nick, uh, why don't you tell everyone if they haven't heard you, uh, the previous four times, why don't you tell them, uh, what you do, where they can find you, what's going on?
0: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Sorry. Um, Netflix Fix is my Instagram account. That's kind of where I got started doing video reviews, sixty-second movie reviews, and it's kind of built up from there. So I just review pretty much anything that's getting a cinema or big streaming release in Australia. So uh, Instagram and Twitter is Netflix Fix, and then uh, over the last three years, I've been pretty lucky to write for a company here in Australia called NovaStream uh, and review for them, but also. Do interviews uh, f- uh, for those guys as well. So I think famously on the last episode we did Bad Boys Two, I spoke about how I spoke to Michael Bay, which is pretty fucking cool. Now my life's just full of explosions. I'll drive down the street and cars are flipping and there's fucking fires everywhere. It's just <laughs> that's it's just, awesome. the, just the effect he has on you. But um, no, I've been wow. super lucky over the last twelve months. Has been pretty pretty crazy with some of the things I've been able to do and people I get to talk to. So that's NovastreamNetwork.com and then yeah, my own stuff's at Nick's Fix. and then. I got a podcast as well called Monthly Movie Marathon where myself and one of my critic friends, Peter Gray, we choose like a blockbuster movie coming out that month and watch all the essential movies leading up to it. So our next episode, we're doing Indiana Jones leading up to Dial of Destiny and stuff. And we've done, yeah, we skipped on doing Fast Text this month because we did all of them before fast nine. And right, that was right. enough. That was enough to either give the listener an aneurysm or put us in the grave. If we have to do it again. So we, we decided to skip oh, on that one. Repeat it. Oh man. I mean, it's not, I'm not doing that again anytime soon. You know, I
2: didn't even really realize that there's another fast and furious maybe yeah, coming, coming
1: out. It's pretty soon. Yeah. Like, have like to two watch it. weeks. We're going to have to, we're going to have yeah, to go to that. We're going to have to go to it for sure.
0: Fast uh, X part, part one. Is the actually
1: a, there's actually a few movies this summer that seem mm. like they're going to be fun. Like we got that new Spider-Man cartoon, oh yeah, the universe. Or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. There's the new Mission Impossible mm-hmm. coming out. Mm-hmm. So there's some uh, there's some fun
2: shit. Hell we'll yeah. have to go see uh, Fast and Furious at the noon showing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's avoid a crowd. It's
2: the best time. Um, <laughs> well, uh, as you know, Nick. Um, We like to do a little segment called uh, Sink or Swim or (laughs) Seek or Destroy. Uh, So as you are our guest, why don't you go first? Why don't you just tell us, you know, what have you been watching? Uh, What do we need to uh, seek out or destroy?
0: Yeah. Well, look, the biggest, the biggest, most obvious one is uh, I recently saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, I don't know how you guys stand on the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I know Marvel is up in the air on the podcast. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, this is like, this might be like the last Marvel movie I'm excited for. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm excited in the sense of like, it's going to be done after this.
1: I <laughs> uh, yeah, don't to watch any more Marvel after <laughs> this. Um, <laughs> Finished.
2: I, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't, uh, I can't remember what the last one, this is the third one? Yeah. The third okay. One, yeah. So, so volume two I, was
0: the I, one with uh, Kurt Russell.
2: Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a big fan of volume two. I liked that one. Um, it was very comic booky. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes.
0: I, look, I liked it. I, I'm the same as you like volume two. I like a lot of the elements that James Gunn played with, especially like the more mature character stuff. Um, and he does that really well in, in volume three. It's the same deal as volume two. It's a little bit overblown. And a little bit long. Like it, it's, there's a lot of shit going on in it, but it's easy. And it's, it's, I know a lot of people are saying this being like, oh, but it's in the MCU. It's definitely like the darkest MCU movie yet. Like it, oh, yeah. there's some pretty like shocking things that happen, um, like tonally and thematically, but it's still like guardians and it's heart. It's still like actually really funny and it's really humorous and really sort of got a good heart at its core and stuff. So I, I really enjoyed it. I actually, I think, and you're right. if you're not a big fan of Marvel, this is probably the last one you need to see because they close out the trilogy. There will undoubtedly be more, like Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but this one closes like a good trilogy uh, of that. So, I, I mean, I'd say I'd recommend that. And the other thing I've been watching is I've been going back and rewatching. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Just oh, I something, started doing that too. It's, it's just because like, I've been like, I need a 20 minute show just for when I want to just watch something that's not, you know, a, a depressing art house film to review. <laughs> like, I just want to watch Toy Sunny in Philadelphia*. Uh, and my partner, she'd never seen it, so I got her into it, and it's just fucking hilarious. It is so oh man, so, so good. good. Um, we we just finished season one, um, but I've watched probably up to like the first six seasons before. It's, and I heard it only gets better and better and better as time oh goes, yeah, I mean. yeah
1: oh yeah a couple of weeks ago i started i did the same thing i started rewatching it because i was like man i don't really <laughs> remember the beginning of the show that much so <laughs> went back and i'm actually like on season partway through season three already nice. so I'm like yeah it's, it's so good it's and yeah, so it fucking gets, funny it gets even funnier so yeah
2: i never really watched it I, i've seen like a bunch of different episodes throughout the years but it's just it's like everything with TV like there's mm. like that uh, I find it hilarious same with like Kirby Enthusiasm I find it hilarious but it's just like I don't know TV TV it's, just, <laughs> it's hard to get me in there so
0: no no I get that I mean it's I think the thing is like it's so non non-sequent, like non sequential. You could just like chuck on a couple episodes, and if you leave it for a couple for of weeks, sure. you're fine. Yeah, once yeah, you, you have that, with that,
1: like once you see the beginning, you yeah. can just watch any one of them at any point. You're
0: all sorted. Yeah. You're all sorted. And I know yeah. John would like this, but I'm up to date with Succession uh, as well, and I, I've heard what he well, was thank saying God about, it a few weeks ago. about it. Someone's
1: talking about it.
0: It couldn't be an action action episode right without someone having to bring up the least actiony thing in the world, which is Succession. Um, <laughs> and it's fucking great. It's it's I, I love it. It's such a good show, and there's only like four episodes left, and there's still so much shit they gotta they gotta try and uh, close out for this. So that's pretty much what's been taking up all my time is these long, hour long dramas once a yeah, week. Now that that that's now that it's pretty makes, much over,
1: I might finally.
2: Watch I, it. I was actually I was <laughs> thinking cave. about watching it, but just not there yet. I guess. Yeah, it seems like such a commitment.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. and you've got to be in a mood for it too, because it's just. It's so it's so heightened, like in a sense of like, yeah, sure, this stuff probably happens in like media conglomerates, but it's just so fucking zany and over the top. <laughs> and everyone is just trying to fuck everyone over every second. So if you're just not in a mood to deal with shit shitty people on TV, then it's yeah, it's a bit of a mission to, <laughs> to get through.
2: Yeah,
1: okay, cool. Uh, Dustin, all right, what have I been watching? I uh, see, I watched this movie the other day, missing. Uh, have you seen Missing Is that the the, the
0: searching follow-up?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same guys that did searching. So it's like a movie that's a mystery thriller kind of thing that takes entirely takes place on computer screens. Like it's people researching and trying to figure something out that's happened. In this case, a girl's mother goes missing when she goes on vacation with her boyfriend. And so the whole movie is just you watching her do shit on her computer to try to figure out what happened to her mom. So it's like She's she's looking in through you know public cameras that were in areas where she was. and oh, she's yeah. She's calling the hotels, and she's on Facebook and Instagram and all the social media things and doing all this shit to try to figure out this thing. Did you watch this, Nick?
0: Yeah, I saw it. We had a cinema release for it a couple of months ago here, um, and I, I enjoyed it. I really liked Searching. I think Searching was that concept done really well, and I liked Missing a lot. And I think it loses some of its impact having seen something like this before. I'll yeah. admit that the twist got me like the, cause it's inevitable. Oh, really? with, and yeah, right. I mean, look, and I, I mean, I'm also dumb. So most, most <laughs>
3: twists,
0: most twists get me. Um, you and me both. It's And you know what? I've, sometimes I think I'm the better for it because if I'm sitting there and I go, well, I didn't expect that, that. Sometimes I enjoy a movie more than yeah, I probably no, that's, should. Um, that's a fun way. <laughs> it's a fun, it's an easy life to live. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought, um, uh, what's her name? Storm Reid. I thought she was really good. Uh, in the film she has to really just carry the whole movie herself basically so, yeah pretty much um, mm. but the what they do with the concept is pretty pretty inventive considering you know we've had other movies that have yeah, tried there's, to do there's this been like, some
1: horror movies too yeah. that kind of do this like unfriended and that stuff yeah uh yeah i was definitely sucked into it i don't think this one was as good as searching and like you're saying mm. like once you've seen a couple of these there's only so much you can do with it kind yeah of totally I felt like the premise kind of started to wear thin towards the end of the movie. And then it got like pretty kind of a little absurd, you know. It gets crazy. The it. That, that last yeah. sort of 15
0: minutes is pretty wild.
1: <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, I did see the, the twist coming. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, but it wasn't bad by any means. Like I was definitely entertained by it. So I wouldn't say destroy, but uh, not a super enthusiastic recommend either. If you saw searching and you liked it, yeah, you should check missing out. Uh, then I watched the the zombie quadrilogy, the Italian zombie movies, um, starting with the Lucio Fulci one that was called Zombie 2 in Italy and was meant to be an unofficial sequel to Dawn of the Dead, Romero's Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> so, that you know, the Italians, they were just doing that and just like, yeah, we're just going to yeah. make a sequel to a movie that we don't even have the rights to do anything. With. So, yeah, in Italy, it was called Zombie 2. Most people just know it as Zombie. It's a really fucking good movie if you haven't seen it. Um super gory the zombie effects the way the Italians do them is so awesome and gnarly like they've got like real worms crawling out of these eyes and shit and just negative oh, cool. yeah, and nice gr- gross looking and stuff uh, that one's actually really well done there is a sequence in it um, maybe you've heard of it where basically a zombie and a shark have a fight at the bottom of the ocean it's oh my awesome god awesome. That's, that's fucking rad that's awesome yeah and so then i was like well i've seen this before but i i wanted to watch that one again so that i could watch the sequels which i hadn't watched before so there's zombie three and then there's zombie four after death and zombie five killing birds um
3: <laughs> it's very can't say all. <laughs> amazing
1: yes well i mean and some of them i think were not actually made with the intention of being sequels so that's the other thing the italians would do they'd be like oh this is we made this horror movie and they'd be like oh well we're gonna say call it zombie five even though it wasn't <laughs> meant to be part of that series or anything like that that's awesome um, so zombie three and zombie four pretty entertaining really not really as well made as the the first one but uh pretty wacky and just lots of gore lots of cool zombie shit uh, really awesome cheesy 80s rock soundtracks and stuff the killing birds one i was like man this doesn't even make any fucking sense it's something to do with these birds these college kids are studying just like i'm like then zombies just sort of show up randomly and i'm like i don't really understand what the fuck's even going on here but it eh, doesn't have to make yeah, sense it doesn't have to make sense there was there was a few decent scenes but that one was definitely the the shittiest <laughs> uh and then I watched Renfield, the new uh ah, N- yeah. Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Holt. Uh Oh Plathina. yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh this was okay. I assume you've seen this, Nick.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw a couple of weeks ago, yeah. It's um I had a lot of fun with it. I had a lot of fun with it. But I've done this thing probably for the last two years where I don't watch any trailers leading up to any movie really at any point at the moment. And it helps so much because I had no idea this was going to be like as gory as it was, as funny. So gory. So gory. And like comically gory as well. Like it's really Mm -hmm. over the top. And I don't think I expected – I knew going into it it was going to be a comedy, but I didn't think it was going to be as absurd as it was. So I had a really fun time with it. But I also admit that like – it's not an amazing movie. It is just fucking yeah, no, I ridiculous. Think yeah, but it's I fun. Think it man. is.
1: It is fun, I think. And I, I didn't actually expect it to be so gory either. And I didn't expect it to be so action heavy either. Mm, like thought, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, it's just going to be a goofy comedy thing. Uh, not all of the comedy worked for me. The action was actually, I think more successful than some of the comedy. <laughs> the scene There's in some- the,
0: that like complex, the apartment complex was pretty, pretty fucking cool. Like they did that very well. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is some funny stuff. Ben Schwartz is really funny. Uh, I thought yeah. um, Aquafina gets, get a, gets a couple of funny bits. But the thing is that it bugged me about is like Nick Cage is fucking awesome as usual in this. I wanted more of him. Like is yeah. not in it enough. Like there's that. some really funny scenes, like when he goes to uh, Nicholas Holt's apartment. Oh my god, what Nicholas, he's waiting in there for? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like Nicholas Holt's telling him all giving all his excuses <laughs> about shit, and he's like pretending to believe his lies yeah. like i thought that was so funny like the way he was playing that um so at the end of the movie i was kind of like well they spent a lot of time on this like these themes about like codependency and toxic relationships and i didn't think that shit was effective at, at all in the movie no no not like, at all you would have been way better served just having some more nicholas cage stuff but the best right. thing
0: about it as well it's like it's a tight 90 minutes like it is just it doesn't overstay its welcome. It is just yeah, bang on. Like once the credits rolled, and it was like eighty-seven minutes. I was like, "That's all this movie needed to be." You don't need. <laughs> Sounds like I need to, to watch it. Yeah, I think you'd,
1: I think you'd have fun with it. Like it's not amazing, but yeah, th- yeah. there's a lot of fun shit in it. Mm. That's cool. And yes, you would love the, the gore because there is. I mean, it's a CG gore, but man, there it yeah, is. There's a it's lot. there's a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, so that's basically what I've been. Uh, okay well uh
2: I have been watching some sports uh baseball hockey yeah um so i've been enjoying some of that uh i uh you know have to spend time with my kids uh occasionally So you, i mean uh, you gotta you gotta do it <laughs> yeah I, I, need so to well. I guess it's it's court ordered so <laughs> um, so you know i had the uh the pleasure of watching um 2006's
0: RV. I don't think I remember. Oh, wow, with Robin Williams.
2: Uh, yeah, with Robin
0: Williams. Oh
1: shit! Now wow, it's coming back to me. Not good. <laughs> That's why he killed himself,
0: isn't it? <laughs> is it this? Sorry, that was terrible. Is it? Is that too soon? Or? Too soon. No, we're far, we're way past that. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, not good. Um <laughs> Not good at all. Uh, I really don't have a whole lot good to say about it. About RV. Um, My kids didn't even like it,
1: so... Well, you bet. As we've discussed, your kids are harsh critics.
2: Well, that's true. Damn.
1: They're like, this fucking sucks.
2: Uh, (laughs) My kids, they'll watch a movie one time, rarely watch it again. If they watch it again, they, like, have to really fucking love it. Yeah. But usually they're like,
0: meh. What what have they watched a second time? What's some of their their favorites?
2: Uh, let's see, uh, like Pulp Fiction or something. Mi- or? He, yeah, <laughs> it, it. it. Uh,
0: <laughs> and Chapter Two. <laughs> uh,
2: let's see, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, that's, that's a good five. movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, um, they liked watching the Pets movies.
0: But I'll give the first one a pass like that. It's not bad.
2: It's not bad for the most part. They like watching TV shows, so they they don't. They're the opposite of you. Yeah. They're like, (laughs) they're like, how long is this garbage? Like too long. I'm like 90 minutes and they're like, it's got to be 20 minutes. (laughs) So uh, so I would say pass on RV (laughs) Man. Uh then I've been watching actually show John recommended, the uh, Mrs. Davis.
1: Oh, the Nun show. Yeah, yeah. I haven't started that yeah. yet. Yeah. Which it's
2: it's a lot of fun. Very weird. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Very weird. Uh I like all the weird humor and the sci fi and the religious stuff. Like it's all over the place. So it's kind of
0: have you seen it Nick? I haven't, no. It's it's popped up like on our on our T V box there. But um I, I saw that Damon Lindelof like created it. So when you're saying weird, I'm like, Okay, that makes sense for this guy. Like <laughs> yeah. he did like <laughs> lost and the leftovers and shit, like so if he's done those and those concepts in like a comedic way, then and it's Be- Betty Gilpin, right? Is Mrs. Yeah, yeah. Davis, yeah, she's pretty good, so
2: yeah, add to, so, the, add to
0: the long list of stuff to watch. <laughs> yeah,
2: so I would say watch that, and and I have been on like this TV kick. Like you know, I watched uh, Perry Mason, The Mandalorian. Did you finish The Mandalorian? Still haven't finished The uh, Mandalorian. What the fuck, man? Got two,
1: still got 2 to You are <laughs>
2: such a disappointment. Okay, well, that's what I've been hearing all these all these like, years. <laughs> Different sources. Every week I wait for you to finish it so we can talk about it.
1: We can talk about everything except the last two episodes. No, we can't. Uh, Uh, I I blame my wife. She's so slow to to be ready to watch a thing. She's not even here to defend herself. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, (laughs) And she doesn't listen to this show.
2: (laughs) I don't blame her. Um, All right. Well, uh, why don't we get to the movie that Nick has brought us? Uh yeah. 2014's of The Expendables Three, there's definitely a trailer, so let's let's hear. It. We were close once. We started this whole Expendables
1: thing together, but we had a falling out. What are you gonna do? Reload.
3: Welcome to the 21st century. I can do that. You want to slip on a dress and give it a shot? <laughs> this is it? This is your team? Short notice. Yeah, very short. Hey, Barney. You should have killed me where you had the chance.
2: Kids,
3: come get them. You were stupid enough to get yourself into this space. We're the only ones crazy enough to get you out of it. could not take the stairs.
2: How hard can it be to kill ten men? <laughs>
0: Insane, courageous, but insane.
2: All right, so The Expendables three, so 2014's Expendables three, Barney augments his team with new blood for a personal battle to take down Conrad Stonebanks, the Expendables co-founder and notorious arms trader, who is hell bent on wiping out Barney and every single one of his associates. Yeah. So, Nick. Yes. Why why
1: are we going back to the well here? (laughs) Yeah, why did you make us watch The Expendables (sighs) 3? It's all your fault.
0: (laughs) Back when we did the first Expendables episode, I was just a young kid. I was a young buck who didn't know how... (laughs) who didn't know how his future was going to play out. And now we're here, however many years later, after doing the first Expendables. I think we did it during pandemic year too. So it was like three years ago, right?
1: Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, yeah, because we recorded that one in John's garage so we could all be like far away that's from That's right. <laughs> oh, he really? Was, yeah, okay. no, because
0: he was worried about the guy doing all the yard work uh, down that's the road right. from us. Oh. I remember that. <laughs> that was great. Um, look, I didn't have the foresight to know that we'd have to be here today Dealing with dealing with this, um, so let's just say it was a mistake I made three years ago that we're paying the consequence for now. And hopefully, right. when it comes to Expendables Four, there is some sort of penance paid by Lionsgate and Sylvester Stallone uh, for for making us sit through this. But yeah, look, I mean, I think I think everyone will be able to tell by this, our excitement to talk about it that this isn't necessarily great. Arguably, the worst <laughs> out of the three.
2: Yeah, I think we can all agree the second one is the best. I would agree. I'm a, yeah.
0: yeah, I'm on that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Uh, I agree I agree that this is probably the weakest. However, I was maybe it's just it was a matter of expectations, but like I hadn't seen this one since it came out. I've never seen this I one. I remember thinking it sucked mm. shit. <laughs> but,
0: I remember I'm the and, same. This isn't the first time I've watched it. And I was one of those yeah. people who watched it illegally when it leaked online 3 oh, weeks yeah, before. Right, us. Yeah. So That's I watched right. it. At I think home. I, I think
1: I did too. <laughs> um, so I remember not liking it so i went in with very low expectations and i was like yeah it was all right i didn't i didn't hate it i i mean it's it's not very good but there was some there was some good shit in here uh i think they needed to majorly rewrite this script in order for this to be good though because
2: the script is so horrible like the (laughs) the the lines and the storyline is just the lines
1: have always been bad i I know but but i'm just (laughs)
2: like I want to put down Sylvester Stallone
0: <laughs> watching this. You're
1: like, you're the villain. Yeah. You, haven't, you haven't told us this yet, but you're the villain in the expendables 4. James James Sternbanks, yeah. the son, oh man, son of Mel so Gibson. Good.
2: Yeah. Uh it's just like the whole time and like maybe we should go just start at the beginning because basically I don't know what happens. They're they're doing
1: I think the opening I, is kind of I, fun, like the set piece with the train and shit, and and freeing Wesley Snipes. Like Wesley Snipes, I'm like, oh, Wesley Snipes he's is fun. great. Yeah, oh, awesome. yeah, he's fun. But then, as soon as they've rescued him and he's now back on the team, they have like one more action set piece with him at that like cargo yard. Yeah, he doesn't do much. He doesn't do much Ooh. in that scene. And then now we're on to Stallone firing the entire team and like building a new team who are. Kind of shit Let's be honest They pretty much suck.
2: <laughs> They are shit They're yeah. really
1: lame The whole sequence of like Let's put the team together Is oh, so badly so done So bad <laughs> like I didn't realize
2: this- Frazier was in this one
1: Yeah I don't know why like, old Kelsey yeah, yeah. yeah let's get Let's get all the old Action stars together Like Frasier <laughs> Like yeah What <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should have thrown the scrambled eggs thing i was gonna say that's that's a line that you put
0: in there right like you go he walks in he's like does this bar serve tusk salad and scrambled eggs and everyone goes ha, ha, that's great
1: i mean why not they do all the other ones right like <laughs> they schwarzenegger's do the, got the get to the chopper line uh, well they even do the
0: tax evasion joke for Wesley right? stripes, oh, yeah. you know what i mean exactly, like <laughs> yeah the tax evasion yeah. joke
1: there's a couple others like Which, that That sure.
0: line i
2: was like.
3: Eh. <laughs> and
2: well, then you, I had to
1: explain the Peter, laugh. I, I had to
2: explain to my wife who walked in the room, like, What's that about? And I explained how we went to let me, anyways, just, let me the, just pause <laughs> Expendables
0: 3 so I can get it. You have to more.
1: understand the genius behind this line,
0: okay? Remember when that, when Wesley Snipes going to prison for tax evasion was the biggest scandal in Hollywood? Like, pre, pre Me Too, everyone was like, holy <laughs> shit, tax evasion. They yeah. were like, no, that's way worse shit going on, guys. I
1: was like, you go, Snipes, fuck the man. <laughs> that's crazy that he went to fucking prison, prison for, three for years it. for that shit. And there's like, and then everyone's have away like, literal murder in Hollywood.
0: And everyone's like, he'll never act again. And then it made like Sly made it seem like he was throwing his friend a bone, like, no, nah, no, nah, I've got the project for you. You heard of Expendables? Well, we're doing our third one. Uh, But we're making it PG-13 and you're going to be in three scenes.
1: But that's the thing. Like, he's immediately super fun. And it's like, if the movie was focused on, say, them... Okay, they've added Wesley Snipes. Bring in Antonio Banderas because he's the other bright light in this fucking movie. Yeah. And maybe, sure, maybe Ronda Rousey. Okay. She's not a bright light. No, but she's at least got some fighting credibility in her scenes and stuff. Like, Mm. so... You could you could bring them in without having this whole like we got to reform the whole team bullshit plot that they spend like half the movie doing because nobody wants to watch these new people like Glenn Powell. Like you're saying, Nick, nobody knew who the fuck that guy was at the time. I like him, but like he doesn't it's not like any of these characters are so interesting that we're like, yeah, let's get rid of Christmas and Dolph Lundgren and all these guys and just bring in a bunch of new young people that no one gives a shit about. And I don't even know who the Ortiz guy is. Was he like a UFC fighter? Or yeah, something?
0: he's a uh, boxer.
1: He's okay. a yeah. yeah. What's boxer? It doesn't boxer. make
2: any. It doesn't make any sense because like people want to see these actors. That's they why don't they see put their money the, down. They're like, yeah,
1: yeah. I want to see these old fucks. <laughs> like, and then you get a little bit of Jet Li at the end. Jet Li shows oh up to <laughs> shoot to shoot a machine gun out of a helicopter. <laughs> Doesn't do a single yeah. martial arts maneuver and say the like film.
0: four lines and then awkwardly, <laughs> yeah. awkwardly hug or Arnold Schwarzenegger to have a joke about them being a couple, which is obviously <laughs> you know, do, super progressive. I do, kinda,
1: I do like the image of Schwarzenegger and Jet Li beside each other. There's something just inherently yeah. fun <laughs> about that. <It's> pretty funny. so <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, I don't know, like they needed to change directions cause I think, okay, first of all, Mel Gibson is a villain. Sure. I like we all. That's the role he was born to play, as we found out. I,
2: I mean, I didn't even know he was in this movie. I so, forgot that he was. So when he popped up, I'm like, oh shit,
1: here we go. <laughs> I mean, it would have been great if they went full bore and he was just like a terrible racist in the movie. Like, like I was like, oh, why did he? Why did he pick Terry Crews to shoot with his sniper rifle at the beginning of the movie? A real stretch that's for old Melly, Melly J there. A real stretch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, they didn't even kill him off. Like, they made it seem like, oh, he's going to die. Terry Crews. Oh, no. Uh, Hail. What's his name? Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Name. Yeah. Hale God. You <laughs> couldn't even kill him <laughs> off. Like, it's like a scream movie. Nobody dies. Yes. Nobody no, no, die.
0: exactly. No. And that's like, because, like, if you, if you have him die, at least there's like a minor emotional stake at play, right? Because everyone's like, it's revenge. We're getting revenge. We've got to take down this guy before he kills us all. And you're like, oh man, Terry, Terry Cruz died. He's not coming back for number four as well. So you may as well have been like, hey, this is the you perfect opportunity to do it. You could have done it. You could have done it. Then he pops up in the bar in the end, doesn't look like he's been shot at all. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm recovering it really well. So, like, when's the next mission? Like, no, dude. It, the, <laughs> the most minimal emotional stakes could have been at play here, and they didn't even go for that.
1: Yeah, it's true. And I think apparently from what I was reading, Terry Crews begged Stallone not to kill him, kill his character off. Oh. So, okay. so that's I didn't That's build. probably why. I don't know. I guess he was like I wanna f- be back for expendables full. The and fucking five.
0: cash cow this <laughs> franchise is, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like,
1: This is all I have in my life. No, I think um, Brooklyn Nine Nine was just starting when this movie was being shot. So oh, like I guess I he see. wouldn't uh, he for all he knew that was gonna be a failed right show right, right. so, but uh, hey we also uh we haven't mentioned harrison ford is in this uh, movie. yeah that's
0: right he replaces
1: bruce willis you know the <laughs> thing
2: the thing about seeing harrison ford in this movie like he is just seems like so beyond old in this movie well, yeah
1: we can't, can't wait to see indiana jones five <laughs> <laughs> was
2: like, that was 10 years
3: ago yeah fuck
1: <laughs> yeah it just i don't know it's just
2: <laughs> Not good. I, I just don't get
3: it. I
2: well, I, will, I will say though, involved. I feel
0: like he I feel like he leans into the silliness of this though as well. Like he delivers each yeah. line with the campy gusto that's required for like his character to do. But in fairness, he only has like two or three dialogue scenes where he just has to intensely tell Sylvester Stallone to do things. And that seemingly passes as like one of the better aspects of the movie compared to everything else
1: yeah i mean at least you have that sort of you know stalwart action hero guy there in that role because you had bruce willis there apparently bruce willis um they were going to pay him seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a day for four days shooting he said i want a million a day and they were like no (laughs) and so harrison ford was like yeah sure what the fuck yeah fine (laughs) living off them star wars residuals not not doing anything anyway no exactly (laughs) Oh, Just, I was gonna I was gonna fly a plane anyway. Might as well do that <laughs> yeah. in the expendable. Did
2: Van Damme die in the second one? Yeah yes. and
1: I and the best part is you know I was reading too about this apparently he wanted to come back in this one and play the twin brother of the character oh, that he was my God. How that, good would that have been That, that would have been so good fucking amazing oh. So oh his name God. was Jean v- Villain in the that's second I, one that's and he right. wanted to be and he wanted to be called Claude Villain oh, in this one my.
0: but that but that just shows me he knows what these movies he are all about it. right he yeah. gets it Get him yeah. to write the fucking script for Expendables three.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then okay, they asked Segal to be in this one as well, and he said no. They asked him to be in this one. Yeah, wow. He's he's, he, he's a dick, so he said no. Oh, that's too bad. He's, he's like, can you know, move as, the whole as, production as the to Russia, please? And, yeah, uh, we'll do it yeah. all there. I mean, they they must have been close to there anyway. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That would have been that would have been fun to have Van Damme back as the evil twin. <laughs> Oh, that that would have been so good. Not that I minded Mel Gibson as the villain. I thought he was pretty decent. I thought, like, in the last scene with the fight, you know, he brings the craziness in his eyes and and shit like that, so...
2: Yeah, but you gotta have that sidekick.
1: Yeah, it would have been good to have a good sidekick. He doesn't have anyone in this movie. He's just... Well, Mm. there's that scene with Robert Davy when he's, like, selling him some art or whatever. Mm. Or is he selling him arms, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he's
2: selling (laughs) him some arms.
1: But, um... (laughs) I was like, Robert Davy showed up for one fucking scene like for five minutes in this but he's in it almost as long as jet Li. <laughs>
2: yeah well expendables like in this movie especially it, it's just it's another example of a stallone movie where he has to have all the screen time like he oh, has God, all yeah. these people mm-hmm. and he has to have his stupid like story about family and like you know he's protecting his like unit his first unit to get this young <laughs> unit because it's a it's a suicide mission he doesn't yeah. want to kill these guys he'll kill these he'll guys kill yeah, these i was gonna people. say that's that's the whole <laughs> thing right
0: he's like i love my family but just this family more than happy for you, other guys to be literally expendable on this mission.
1: Yeah. They literally are. And he tells that to Kelsey Grammer. He's like, "I need people that's who right be, yeah. who are willing to take a bullet." Basically,
2: <laughs> I uh, like. It's really too bad because I, I think he missed an opportunity where, and he should do this in all the expendable movies. He he should have just like he's constantly saying expendables. Like, I need expendables. They need to be expendable. We need to, like, we need the expendables to be expendable.
1: Like, just. (laughs) We need the expendables to be expendable. (laughs) We
2: are the expendables, okay? That's what we are. Prepare to be
1: expended. (laughs) Love this. I can't wait for your first screenplay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Oh, man. man. Yeah, I, I. man and then when you're doing this stuff I mean I think Kelsey Grammer is fine like he's kind of fun actually even though I don't understand why he's in the he movie he seems normal yeah but but like, he's kind he, of fun yeah like, he's fun sure it's just the parts of like each seeing each person that they're gonna recruit are so dumb like <laughs> they're watching the street the, the illegal street fighting guys and he's like oh no these guys are pussies or whatever and <laughs> they go they go I can't even remember who they try to find first oh yeah it's Ronda Rousey and she's like oh mm. she's the bouncer oh, you should see her without heels on. <laughs> oh, wow. That. Snap. <laughs> and then, of course, the guy who's like broody and like, no, he doesn't have time to be on the team. Okay, I thought I knew who you were. Whatever, like that kind of shit. Oh, man. So, you calling so? me
0: a pussy, bro? That's like exactly <laughs> the energy he gives off, yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. It's so tough guy. It's so, I mean, that's not a surprise. In it's this not franchise. a surprise. <laughs> not, at at like,
0: not at all. But in that scene, zero though, depth in zero that scene, depth. we get what I think is the best scene in the movie is when they're like watching this guy park or flip around everywhere. And they're like, holy shit, we need this guy in the team. And then it's the reveal that it's Antonio Banderas. who <laughs> yeah. is like, who's borderline, like pleading with all yeah. of his heart and soul to be it's on the, the expendables. Here's the best <laughs> part of this movie. I was pissing myself laughing. He leans into the like the like stupidity of this character, but he plays it with so such sincerity that I'm like this is genuinely funny. Like, where is more of this stuff
1: yeah. throughout the whole That's film? That's what I'm saying. If you just focused on Snipes and Banderas, like, you had something. You'd in. had yeah, a, a totally. great
0: movie there. But that whole scene's really funny. Just And his exit out of that scene where he, he gets told no, right, because it's like, you're too old. We only want to kill young people. And he, like, does, like, a little, <laughs> yeah. like, childlike huff and puff and then, like, walks off screen with, like, his shoulders up on his neck like a little kid. And I pissed myself laughing. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> And he's great, uh, like, all in his, the, all his scenes yeah. throughout.
1: Like, when he just won't shut up, like, they're on the plane, That's and he's, me. like, <laughs> telling his stories and stuff, and he's, like, I can't never fall asleep on a plane. So he just, like, launching this yeah. stuff just, and they're, like, oh, Jesus. Sly's,
0: like, like, I can see why your team didn't want to be with you anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's just he's nattering at him nonstop. He's, like, fixing the plane. And he's just, like, oh, yeah, so then we had this sniper, and we were doing this and that, like, just constant barrage of bullshit coming out of his mouth he was so fun and even in the action scene at the end like the huge set piece i thought yeah. he was really fun like he's, he's diving he's all around so he's got his pistols he's doing shit and I, here's the thing i actually think the action is pretty good in this except for the fact that it's pg-13 so there's no fucking blood at yeah. all right? oh man it's like, that, that-
0: the biggest part that suffers, I, I was thinking, with the PG-13 rating is when Wesley Snipes is going around in the cargo ship and he's, like, macheteing everyone's throats. But yeah, all yeah. the shots are on angles where it's, like, you would see blood spray and stuff or in Expendables mm. 1 and 2, you'd see just blood flying everywhere. But it's so obvious without the blood that he's obviously, like, machete's nowhere near necks and he's just flinging it around in a way. And it was so noticeable that you go, like, ah, oh, man, this is really going to suffer without the blood and gore and there's some cgi explosions in this movie that were some yeah, of the were, like when true. when he blows up but the when helicopter when he's no exactly they look and they always <laughs> look terrible and i think there's like three or four real explosions but that last action scene like that whole big set piece in this abandoned warehouse is pretty cool and then they introduced dirt bikes and i was like that's fucking cool just because <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. they sound awesome um so it was it just suffers because it's not as especially when your first two are as brutal and bloody as they are it's kind of you notice well this, the effect that's that the has. thing
1: too and it's kind of like this curve right like the first one was pretty decently violent second one was actually as super gory as i recall totally and, yeah, and yeah, way yeah. way more squibs and guts and brains and everything and then all of a sudden you just drop off to this like you know what we need to get the the kids that are into the fast and the furious franchise we need to get them into this movie
0: yeah, so let's, let's take it down to PG thirteen. Yeah, like,
1: they don't care about
0: these old dudes. Can you mask? Can you mask that with? Because my other thing is, there's, there's actually not that much like hand to hand combat in this movie. It's a lot of shootouts and a lot of like car crashing and explosions and stuff. Like, there's more hand to hand combat in the end when like Melon's face off and
1: stuff. Rousey's doing a judo and But like, I
0: feel like you can mask the PG-13 stuff by having more of that. You can't like, you know, it's not the movie where someone's going to get punched in the chest and hearts getting ripped out and stuff. So you can make it (laughs) brutal and violent and PG-13, but they still decide to go with like heaps of shootouts where you would see the blood. And I I missed the hand-to-hand combat stuff. Like, I feel like that's a big staple of like, you know, watching these 50, 60 year old dudes try and fight like they're 20 again. That's kind of the fun part of it, and they just, yeah, don't do it until yeah. right, right at the end.
1: It's true. At the end, we do get some um, – there's some fun stuff there with the hand-to-hand at the end.
2: We also need way more knife play.
1: Yeah, more knife play. Totally. the Same thing because you've got – you want to see a, like a sort of showing off between yeah, with Christmas, Christmas and, and Wesley Snipes because they're both Doc. saying they're the best – yeah, Doc, right? They're the best with a blade, right? But you don't even get that. No, not really. Except for, oh, they show you a scene at the end where they throw knives at a dartboard or whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there could have been some really cool stuff with them if they were, like, fighting side by side and sort of, like, almost a dance-off, like, showing each other, like, their (laughs) knife skills as they kill a bunch of
0: guys, right? it's It's the franchise to do that, right? Like, it's so aware of how crazy it is. Like, you can get away with that in The Expendables.
1: But that's the other thing, too, is that we d- not only do we not have that kind of stuff um because we've introduced like four more fucking characters plus Wesley Snipes and Antonio Banderas so you got six new people and the old co- uh, and the old crew uh, and Schwarzenegger's yeah. around for a good chunk of this one um there's so many people that like you don't actually spend any time with Christmas in this one you don't spend no. any time with Dolph Lundgren's character no like uh you sort of miss that original camaraderie that they had even if it was like you know it was never my favorite in these movies i almost but in this movie i was like kind of missing it i was like Mm. what where's all the bullshit between the Uh, expendables crew here
2: i i honestly i just when when they had that scene where um you know the new crew is loading up the plane and they're leaving and then the old crew is just all sitting on their motorcycles and, it, oh, look how sad and pathetic they all are, Hoping right? Ripping
0: away, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then you cut to later when, um, you know, Stallone is leaving and then here's his team blocking the plane <laughs> all in their gear. And it's just like, this is so weak. This is so, like... that. That is, is that, their is,
0: Avengers Assemble moment, right? Like, that's exactly yeah. what it is. And it's, <laughs> it's played... To like no fanfare at all.
2: No, like is that a moment where I'm supposed to coming? Oh yeah, but is that a moment I'm supposed to get up and be clapping? Like
1: yeah, fuck yeah! (laughs) Oh man, there's the team. There's the goddamn team. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God they're here. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know because you're just waiting for it to happen because you're like, well these people, these new ones fucking
0: suck oh and, man the wait. worst and,
2: <laughs> and my thing is is like you know I know every like, it seems like everyone wants all these like uh, action heroes they, they all want to be the good guy right there's mm. so many of them can we just give Mel
1: some
0: yeah, of the bad yeah. guys totally right. totally because
1: Van Damme Van Dam had Scott Atkins at least yeah like uh, it
2: just makes it uh, you need
1: more fun on the villain yeah, side. Yeah,
2: exactly. And have them fight each other. I mean, imagine imagine
0: was, imagine a betrayal plotline. Imagine one of the oh, Expendables yeah, yeah. betraying, and then because he's obviously the co-founder of the Expendables, Stonebanks is a betrayal storyline. As corny as it would have been, it'd be more exciting than what we got. Could have had could have had Wesley Snipes go over to his side. Oh, I mean. could you imagine that? It was an in like breaking him out was oh. an inside job the whole time. That's, right. that's when you get the knife
2: fight between Christmas and oh, exactly. yes
0: that would have been fucking or cool
1: if they had convinced Seagal he could have had Seagal oh, and Gibson together
3: <laughs>
0: there's a pair so now we're just blaming Steven Seagal for the fact this movie sucks
1: <laughs> yeah it. I mean it really is his fault <laughs> I mean he definitely fault. would have made it better <laughs> could have run
0: run around that building. Well, I don't know if he could have run very no, much. No, he would
2: have been sitting on a chair would have the whole been time. been sitting on a chair and <laughs> rolling
1: around.
0: Could you imagine him going through fight scenes, like sitting on a chair, but it's like <laughs> that Spike Lee shot, like the Dolly shot of people. You know they're not walking, but they're moving through. And it's Steven Seagal knife fighting his way through a whole lot of people. But <laughs> oh, you can tell somebody, there's no uh, leg movement.
1: <laughs> somebody sent me a trailer for john what was that is it, is it was uh thick john thick or something? john thick and it's seagal <laughs> instead of john wick and he's in a he's in an office chair like this one and he's just rolling through <laughs> rooms and like shooting guys <laughs> and like you know breaking their wrists and oh stuff, that's like that. fucking gold oh my god <laughs> it would have been amazing it would have um, been amazing but you're right like just having mel gibson like like i said i think he's fine in this um he's he's bad enough as the villain but he needed some other guys to like beef up that side of things because we got nothing yeah you got like 17 people on the fucking expendables and one bad guy and then just a bunch of nameless faceless soldier guys yeah that mel
2: like shoots
1: yeah he he, he shoots a couple of those which you expect when they fail him (laughs) in there Uh,
2: yeah it's just somebody just one yeah, to space it up uh, a
0: little. Even, like, speaking about Mel Gibson, like, he, like my favourite unhinged moment is when he films that, like, Dark Knight Joker-esque hostage video. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 He's like, I've got your Expendables. I've got you. And he like, zooming in on Ronda Rousey's face. He's like, and I'm going to kill them all. And it's, like, it's so unhinged compared to everything else we see him doing the film. But because it's Mel Gibson, I'm like, that makes sense. Like, I'll let him have yeah. this one little honey yeah. moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: no, no yeah I, I didn't have a problem with that and i thought it was funny too the way it was shot but like i didn't put i didn't think of that as like a dark knight thing that's true though it feels kind of like that <laughs> and you get that footage uh yeah and he's all zoomed in right on their faces and he even does it to his own face he's like that's so he's right just his eyes <laughs> and he's like all right you've got you 48 hours and then i'm gone again i love that <laughs> i love all that jargon too from like the cia guys and like harrison ford and he's like yeah, here's the dossier on him. Like, yeah, yeah. you have this much time, and then he goes underground again. Well, where the fuck does he go? Why can you know where he is right now, but not in two days? Like, what? I don't understand. He'll just disappear.
0: Stakes, um, stakes, baby. That's why.
1: <laughs> gotta have a clock. Gotta have that clock.
2: The, the trope where um, where they finally like they get Mel Gibson. He's in the van, and that that trope about oh, we need to bring you in alive. We're not going to shoot you. Of course, you. right? It's just, it's so bad. <laughs> I just like, just fucking shoot him right there in the face. They'll no one's going to blame you for no. doing it.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Barney, no, no. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. He wants you to shoot him in the face? Yeah, but what... <laughs>
2: But what are these, uh, you know, junior expendables? What do they care?
1: Yeah. Well, I guess because they want to get paid for the job, I guess.
2: Oh, so I guess they won't get
1: paid. There's other jobs. <laughs> There's other <laughs> jobs. Harrison Ford will be back with more jobs. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. And then that whole sequence. So that he captures all of them. Stallone goes over. He uses his trusty six shooter plenty in this movie. Oh, yeah. Heaps of times. Heaps of times. <laughs>
0: To the point where, when when he's prepping with Antonio Banderas, he packs everything else into planes and bags, but the one thing he's carrying, not even in his holster, is the six shooter. <laughs> that's how important <laughs> that thing is to us. He's like, not even my holster can carry this. I must have it in hand, ready to go at all times. Um, but <laughs> when he uses it on Mel Gibson, I was like, okay, that you know, that's yeah, the that's the climax to that fight that you want. Yeah, totally.
2: And then he says, "I am the Hague." Yeah, he says, "I oh am the my Hague." God, that that's the right.
1: other—that was the other line that I was like, "Oh, it's I am the law." From yeah, the, 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 the <laughs> I am
0: the Hague. Hague. That's right. When, <laughs>
1: when he said that, I'm
0: like, "Okay,
1: like, yeah,
3: yeah
0: right. that works.
1: <laughs> I'll take it." Yeah,
0: you just uh, know they had a whole list of like options of oh, shit yeah. for him to Let's say there. As they whole. did.
1: They did like 18 of those. Totally. So yeah. And then they
0: landed on, "I am the Hague," and it's like. Yeah, it's the best we got.
1: <laughs> yeah. You could have done the Cobra one there or something. Like, you were a disease. Yeah. And I'm the cure. Uh,
2: I, I can't get over another thing. Like, I can't get over how he has his fucking logo all over all his
0: shit.
1: Yeah. Like, all yeah. over the his skull plane. and the
0: guns and the shit. Yeah. yeah. What's like,
1: the brand? You got to sell merch. Okay, but you're supposed to be like this, <laughs> this like top secret Team no, that no, goes they a, in. They got a netsy They're selling. <laughs> so <watches, laughs> it's like. Here comes this plane. Branded
3: cigars.
2: Here comes this plane. Oh, it's this logo. Okay, we know who they are.
1: <laughs> hey, oh, it's, had, it's those
0: Expendables. <laughs> is, it, is it like one of those things? The reason he keeps saying Expendable in the movie is because he's doing merch plugs. Yeah, Every I time he's it. like, hey, guys, we're Expendables, and Expendables means we're Expendable also for twenty nine ninety nine, Get this Expendable <laughs> beanie with our Expendable <laughs> logo on the <laughs> Exactly.
1: Now a, we have Expendable hacky sacks just added
0: <laughs> to the store. The, oh, the, man, the biggest craze of 1980 back again <laughs> in 2014. Oh yeah,
1: they could totally bring. They're trying to like he's trying to sell merch that was really popular back in the day, like the slap wristband thing. Oh and totally, like <laughs> Get an expendable slap wristband. <laughs> oh man,
0: like some I like love castles. I love when all the new guys compare their new Expendables tattoos at the end as well, and they look so fresh that they literally look like they've been painted on with like just you know, normal face painting paint. But they've all <laughs> yeah. got them on...
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: But they've all got them on, like, different parts of their body. So some have got it, like, up on their shoulders, some on, like, on their forearm and stuff. So when they're all trying to put their arms together to show their Expendables tattoo, it is the weirdest twisting of limbs <sighs> I've ever seen and the most uncomfortable I've seen. These, these four people have been face-to-face punching people for the last 30 minutes, yet them so awkwardly close and next to each other is the thing like where I'm like, you guys have been you guys have been literally in the shit, but you don't want to even fake comparing tattoos with each other. Like there, there <laughs> seems to be such like an ego complex going on here. And they obviously kind of allude to the fact that Kellen Lutz could be like the next leader of the Expendables, right? That yeah. He's like, he's yeah. the Barney, he's the... He's the least charismatic out of the three, and that's uh, saying 100%. a lot. Absol-
1: absolutely.
0: Considering he's starring next to Ronda Rousey, that's saying a lot. Yeah,
1: she, no, no. Honestly, she's way more charismatic than and him, she and she does yeah. one
0: expression. It's just furrowed brow yeah. down. Like I think she she smiles topping. at
1: Stallone when she gives him a smooch. At the oh end. my oh. god! Was she hitting? <laughs> was she
0: hitting on him? If, you were, said, if younger, you were thirty years younger, thirty years younger, yeah. <laughs> totally, I was like, totally how much banger. of that is the rewrite of Sly being like, "I just do have the chance with this chick"? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it would be. He's like, "No, That's yeah, totally. totally, man." He's like, "No, no, no, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> Write the fucking line.
1: <laughs> Put it in there." Uh, I'm just looking ahead before we, f- you know, finish talking about this movie. I'm looking ahead at Expendables Four here, totally seeing some of the cast. Uh, we got we got 50 Cent in there. Oh, hell that. yeah. I mean, I was, uh, nice. I was sold on that. <laughs> we got Andy Garcia in this okay. movie. I think he says he's CIA agent. So I guess he's taking that part on. Harrison uh, was uh, mostly, uh, unavailable. Was oh, <laughs> Megan, Megan Fox is in this. OK. Oh, <laughs> but most exciting, uh, we got Tony Jaw and Eco Awakes. Yeah, that's joining, awesome. Joining the cast. Oh, really?
2: That's yeah, Are they going to be like DJs? <laughs>
3: oh <my God. laughs>
0: yeah, every they're good not gonna movie do any, They're something. not going to
1: do any martial arts. Yeah, and- they're
0: just gonna. <laughs> Every good action, action scene needs a nightclub moment now. So if they're, oh, totally. t- if they're DJing in a strobe light rain pouring sort of club and get soaking wet, kicking ass, then shit, man, you you that's a five-star movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and the cast, it says they are raver number one and raver number two. <laughs> oh, <no>. oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Right. Oh, joking. I, oh, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I anyway.
0: fully believed you. But that well, would they're, be terrible. They're losing cast, though, as well. Like, obviously, Terry Crews isn't back. I, I yeah, know no Dolph, Dolph Lundgren's back. Randy Couture, Dol- I
1: believe. Dolphin. and Statham and Couture are all there. In the I think that's long. like
0: the only four who are coming back. Everyone yeah, else yeah. kind of was like, nah, no, I'm good. No Jet Li. Yeah, um, no Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Unless no he does like a cameo. Yeah. I yeah,
1: guess. He's, not the, he's not enlisted, but I guess he could show up. Um, I guess we can't have Bruce Willis now at this point. No, uh, no, uh, yeah. I mean, he was already phoning it in in the other ones Yeah, so. <laughs> it would just be really awkward in this in this one. Um, and then we have uh what happened? I guess we lost. Uh, we've lost Harrison Ford. He's he's busy making a, a real movie that's going to make real money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: What Does it say what the plot of the fourth one
1: is? All it says is the expendables square up against an arms dealer who commands the might of a massive private army. That's all it says. Okay, so okay.
0: isn't that the same plot as number one, but he was a drug Guy,
1: yeah, what else? You don't need to reinvent the wheel here. No, I mean, fuck no, no, not at all.
3: Stick better, the devil you know, right? <laughs> exactly,
1: honestly. They,
2: they could have just done the exact same plot for all of these movies, I mean, oh, just, 100%. And just and just change the cast around, <laughs> yeah. like okay, this time you're gonna play this character.
0: <laughs> well, wait, I was just thinking and cool. change their names as well. Yeah,
1: was <laughs> the bad guy in the first one, uh, the dude from Dexter, like the, the Cuban yeah, guy? Yeah, the Cuban guy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. The yeah, dictator, that's right. that's right. I guess he wasn't a super exciting choice either for No, no. in the first movie. Uh, but I, I think they probably thought them first movie they were like, well, we don't know if this is going to be a successful thing or not. And then it, you know
0: it did all right, so they here we are. We got but a fourth then one like they're successful, and then hearing what you said earlier about Jean Claude Van Damme and how excited he was to come back, they shit the bed. They totally shit the bed on that. Well, because
1: like, I bet you Stallone's like, "No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> These what? are
0: serious action films." Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean, twins? Twins was a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not a real thing. He's just getting real angry about the concept of twins. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I did want to say about the movie is that I noticed it was so noticeable how fucking weird the soundtrack was the lack of score compared to actual songs that were just played in the film. And I can't name you any of the songs because they all seemed like they oh, were royalty-free. Yeah, real Royalty were free. yeah there, there was one during the montage scene that I thought was pretty weird. And then in the the montage of when he, the new team are all prepping is this like odd, almost like soft acoustic style love song that I didn't think made sense at all. But it, it all struck <laughs> me as music that was like, hey, we've spent so much money on the 900 people we have starring in it. How much do we have left for the budget? Yeah, $1,000, right? So it's just like, okay, let's just rip some music from YouTube uh, and that'll be it. And it it genuinely is super distracting in some of the moments.
1: I'm trying to remember what this one song was that was like, I was like, oh, I kind of remember this from being on the radio around that time. And I don't even listen to the radio, but like there was something just real obvious. And I was like, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was so strange and it was just kind of jarring.
2: So apparently the composer is uh, Brian Tate, Brian Tyler, Brian which Tyler. he is the conductor. He was conductor in like Avengers I was
0: like uh, his name sounded familiar right yeah Iron Iron Man 3 Yeah he's done some big movies He did he's done like The Avengers ch- but theme to start somewhere, somewhere. <laughs>
3: Hey
0: that's it and sometimes you got to create some royalty free music to end up becoming one of the most iconic composers of all time We 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 all got to start somewhere
1: Oh wait hold on let me see if this was the one I was thinking of Oh no, sir! Never mind. That says Expendables too. <laughs> shit, I can't find it anyway. <laughs> movies,
0: both movies, probably incredibly whack soundtracks. To be fair, yeah, was, you, you
1: probably wouldn't even be able to tell the difference. Yeah, probably not. It was some sort of like not new metal, but borderline kind of right. Whatever, two mm. thousands alternative,
0: just odd shit. Just odd.
1: Shine here's Shine Down <laughs> on your Expendables soundtrack. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Do we have anything more to talk about? trying to think of any specifics that I thought were cool in some of the action scenes. Uh, I liked when that guy rode his dirt bike right up that, like, whatever that was, that beam. (laughs) Yeah, that was cool. And
0: then he, yeah. yeah. The dirt bikes were cool in general. Like, that was a cool addition. That was fun.
1: That was fun. I mean, most of that final set piece I thought was pretty good, as well Hmm. as the train stuff at the beginning. Yep. I thought was pretty decent. I think the dirt
2: bike in that one scene, he, like, rode his dirt bike and then threw behind him... And threw a grenade into a a tank gun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Blew like it up. yeah, with his left hand. So I guess hey. he's left-handed. He's ambidextrous. I mean, <laughs> yeah, on a dirt bike.
1: He's
0: good. He's good. He's <laughs> that good. man. He's that I fucking mean, good.
2: Probably the most impressive uh, kill
0: in the movie. <laughs> probably. <laughs> you just know um, he was he was psyched that he got it too. Like, the, the character's just like, holy fucking shit. Like, I've saved the day. Uh, and I'm pretty sure then he just dies quite quickly after that. But, hey, what a high to go out on. What a high to go out on. Um,
1: I'm trying to think. There was some of that shit with the chase at the beginning was good, with the, the boat hang. You know, they Terry Crews drives the boat up. Oh, the that's right, yeah. I mean, all that stuff was fun, but, like, there's just – we've lost all that impact with – Mm, having yeah. no blood Dolph's like snipering guys while he's out on the dinghy and it's like you oh, know, that's right yeah. if you had some mist at least or some you know something just to, yeah
0: yeah th- but yeah why would s- you
1: take this franchise in this direction but And I guess, so Stallone has said like
0: yeah it yeah. was a
1: huge mistake to do that I don't know what we were thinking
0: but well that's the thing hey it's like the expendables like r-rated you got to be 17 to watch it whatever right like you've already alienated your audience for two films. Like what makes you think you're going to try and bring in new people then on the third film, um, like, Guys, like a new audience. Expendables
1: yeah. *Expendables* three. We can actually go see it. It's not yeah, where yeah. are. You just, yeah. That, that <laughs> one just been kid. waiting for the chance <laughs> to get in there.
0: <laughs> and he's like, my time, my time's now. And then he watches it and he's like, Oh fuck you! Like this is what you give me, you pieces of shit. Um, And now he's old enough. Now he's old enough to go see Expendables Four. Maybe he's hurt by that experience. I'm not saying I was that kid. Uh, How old was I? No, I was all right. I was all right when when I was. I was able to see the Expendables in cinemas. But yeah, you just. You, Sly Sloan has just ruined one poor kid's childhood probably <laughs> he uh,
1: ruined his childhood but again <laughs> mostly it was Steven Seagal's fault
0: but, so. but it, it was 100% <laughs> Steven Seagal's fault and I think I'm going to need to see this Jonathan Thick video by the sounds <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, you, gotta, yeah, you, you definitely up. need to watch
1: that <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't know. Is there anything we forgot? Um, I, I f- I'm sure there is, but
0: I mean, like, quickly touching on like the director, right? Patrick Hughes, who is now famous for having done the Hitman's Bodyguard and Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Oh it's just God. with those that two makes movies all, that as makes well, so much sense. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's so he's done R-rated action, but it's still somehow just as l- like lacking in impact as uh-huh. a PG-13. So, but for Expendables Four, they've got Scott War who did Act of Valor and Need for Speed. So I'm intrigued by what he can... What I he saw can that Need for Speed movie. Yeah. Some of yeah, like the movie is trash. Like some of the car scenes were cool, but like the movie's trash. And then Active Valor is—you can get by it on the gimmick alone. Like these are real Navy SEALs who uh God bless America. Like whatever. Um, but like
1: what, I don't know what Active Valor was. I, I, so what it? It,
0: 2011 or 12, and it's a, its an action film that was the main characters, the main stars are all ex-Navy SEALs, so their actual names couldn't be, like, released and used in the marketing and stuff. And the action is allegedly supposed to be really authentic. It's an awful, like, storyline. It's just (laughs) classic, (laughs) like, we need to rescue these people from this drug mule or this, like, drug trafficking situation. Um, But some of the action scenes are really cool, and it actually is one of those movies that utilised, like, GoPro footage actually quite well. Like, it's quite visceral. It's, like, honestly, it's not a great movie, but if he can bring that sort of sentiment to Expendables 4, I'm not saying use GoPros, but like, you know, have a bit more of a viscerally intense yeah, action. No, yeah, sure. it could be, it could be right. So, but he also yeah. it strikes me as like a director to hire, uh, you know, sort right. of, sort of vibe. It's not,
1: it's not exactly an auteur or anything no, like that. No,
0: no, no, I wouldn't say so. <laughs>
1: but uh, if he can give it some kind of style, some kind of impact, uh, that's all we really need, right?
0: That's all we need. Other
2: than... Other than Stallone uh, for the screenplay, you also have Crichton Rothenberger and Katrin Benedict, which they did all the uh, like Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, movies. Uh, oh, okay. Okay.
0: OK. Yeah, that so, makes sense.
2: But those those I find those movies more entertaining. than Yeah, me.
1: I, th- I kind of like the first one. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't seen that I like one, Olympus. I, I want to. The I, second... I, th- I, wanted, I thought I figured we'd do them at some point on the yeah. show.
0: The second one's like almost like Expendables 2 to Expendables 1. Like London has fallen is just, here's a whole lot of fucking action, some incredibly mildly racist undertones about (laughs) white people killing people from the Middle East. And it goes pretty bombastic. And then the third one is this like PTSD drama um, where Gerard Butler actually gets to do some, yeah, yeah. Like it's like, Mike Banning, I think, is the character's name. And it's like how the events of the first two films have made him, you know, given I him PTSD you, and how I it's affected I you pretending
1: him. you had to reach for that name. It was there. You knew his
0: name. Like <laughs> I just wanted to seem cool, guys. I just didn't want to seem yeah, like a yeah. fucking nerd. Um, so, yeah, Mike Banning is his name. and But then, like, it does this PTSD drama for the first act and then it's like... Spoiler alert! They're like they've killed the president. He's like, oh shit! Now I've got to get revenge because the man I've protected my whole life is dead. And then it just turns into a balls to the wall action movie again. So, uh, I haven't um, seen that one. Yeah, so so sorry yeah, for w- spoiling it. They they get when I mean <laughs> Angel okay. has fallen. You, you kind of go, yeah. Who yeah.
3: can <laughs> <could> Angel be? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, no, I, I got to watch those ones. They, they seem like they'd be at least more entertaining than uh, Expendables three, probably. <laughs> oh yeah all right well uh you know what why don't we just get to our ratings all right sounds good so um
2: nick why don't you uh
0: read out your ratings my personal reaction to the film was a five my overall reaction was also a five so pretty dead on
2: right in the middle right Right. Right um my reaction's a five but overall it's
1: a 4.4 and my reaction is also a five but mine's a 5.2 um so you loved it. I mean, I th- <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I thought the action was pretty decent despite the the lack of blood. I thought the they mm. executed the set pieces pretty decently. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, plot I gave a 3 like <laughs> <plot>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dog shit. But yeah. Uh, uh so
2: overall that's a 4.9. Whoo, all right. 4.9. Which let's see here. Okay, so we got a pretty big tie. Um, so at 165, we got Shakedown, uh, Bad Boys, The Purge Anarchy, Raw Force, and Hunter's Blood. Ugh. Hunter's Blood. So, the Shakedown, which one's that? Shakedown
1: was the one with, uh, with Sam, uh...
2: Oh, yeah, where he f- he's on the plane, uh... At the end, yeah, he's yeah. on the the. Why can't I
1: think of his fucking name? Sam, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah. Sam Elliott and uh, Peter Weller. Right. I thought that movie was kind of fun. That was kind of
2: fun. Have you seen
0: it, Nick? I can't say I have no, but. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm kind of. Ro- RoboCop and Sam Elliott together. Yeah, there's like Winning a lot respite. of,
2: like there's a bunch of like uh, courtroom. Yeah, they try to have like, some run, like because
1: Peter Weller's <laughs> character is a lawyer. Oh, yeah.
0: God. Shaking people down, by the sounds of it. Sh-
1: Shakedown, and then, sorry, what did you say, Shakedown? So, so
2: Shakedown, Bad Boys, The Purge Anarchy, Raw Force, and Hunter's Blood.
1: I mean, I would probably put this right in the middle after Bad Boys, which that's pretty low for bad boys that we have it. We were pretty <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> hard on bad boys. I mean, it's too
2: long. It's too long of a movie. Yeah, it's so. too long. Um, <laughs> Which is I funny because that's
0: I, the I, shortest I, bad boys film. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd put it ahead of uh, purge anarchy though. Cause I, cause fuck those purge movies. And, um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I agree. Uh, what about you, Nick? Where do you think it's? should be I, like.
0: Look, uh, obviously you're a show, boys, You put it wherever you want. But <laughs> I would say I feel like I'd watch the Purge movies again over this because at okay. least that's just like mindless horror. Like, And at least the Purge anarchy is the one that delivered on the promise of like, hey, remember there's this night where everyone can murder each other? We're going to show you an hour and a half of people murdering each other. So I feel like at least based on like the potential that was there and what it built on, I'd put it uh, behind the Purge in front of Raw Deal.
1: Oh. Wow. Wait. Okay. Oh, raw force. Raw we haven't, for done, sorry. Raw. Raw we haven't force. done raw deal yet. No,
0: no. We're kind Don't of saving
1: go. some of those last few Schwarzeneggers we got to do at some point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so
2: that's new number one sixty-seven. One sixty-seven
1: right. with a bullet, right? Uh, right in there. So <laughs> it's t- towards the bu- towards the lower end of the list. So yeah. it's one sixty. <laughs> yeah, one
2: sixty-seven out of two hundred twenty-four movies. Two, I feel 24. like that makes sense.
0: That makes yeah, sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean it wasn't total dog shit. It's just also not good. <laughs> 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 if only there was an in-between word for
3: that.
2: Now, do you do you know what our top ten is? Because it's changed since you've been here. No, no I don't know. Okay, so we got at number one, we got Die Hard. Yep. Yeah. Kill Kill Bill Volume One. Mm-hmm. And then it's Mad Max, Fury Road, John Wick, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Terminator 2, The Dark Knight, Mission Impossible Fallout, RoboCop, Heat.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a... What else can you see cracking into that top 10, to be honest? Do you have any I mean, any aces up the sleeve? Something, to,
1: something's going to have to really come out of left field, I think.
0: Yeah, right totally. Field. Yeah.
1: But I mean, but last year, Kill Bill and, and Die Hard came in and knocked Mad Max free road out of the top spot
0: yeah top spot I remember Mad Max being in there for such a long time yeah so I mean Kill Bill was like
2: uh, it was so good watching I think
1: think Wes is the next Patreon pick so we'll be be doing volume two uh, probably not that long down the road
2: nice nice okay well, uh, well, thanks, Nick. Once again, thank you for mm-hmm. joining us and, um, you know, exposing us to the masterpiece <laughs> that is <laughs> The Expandables. Um,
1: so You're welcome. I, I'd like to... If not uh, for you, I never would have rewatched these movies. I know, I know. I've brought so much
0: misery to both of your lives <laughs> at the moment. And at least you know the film is not a part of me, so exposing your, the movie to you is not exposing myself to you, so at least that's, <laughs> <Right>. you know... <laughs> <laughs> we we gotta take the yeah, little well, wins where we can. That's
1: was that a plug for your? your that's own the effects? plug for
0: Nick's Dick's Fix. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so, why don't you before we go? Why don't you uh, tell everyone where they can find you?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Instagram and Twitter is at Nick's Flicks Fix. Um and on YouTube as well because I put up the the podcast I do on YouTube and novastreamnetwork.com. That's where you'll find all my written reviews and my interviews with the, uh, the Hollywood elite. So, no, like, thank you so much for having me back on, boys. I, I have so much fucking fun doing this show. So I'm glad we've got through this and we can yes. probably say it's <laughs> only up from here. <laughs> yeah. You got one if more. Have one you more. One yet. One more, and then you're cutting <laughs> ties. You're like, this motherfucker <laughs> made us watch Expendables three. We'll give him no. one more. No, no, no. <laughs> uh. I mean, we'll
1: have to do Bad Boys 3 at some point. I know, know. and then Bad Boys 4, (laughs) too.
0: Holy shit. Oh,
1: right. (laughs) Jesus, we're we're trapped. We're in a never-ending cycle. No, No, thanks for coming back, man. I watched your uh, I watched your interview with the the actresses from Evil Dead Rise recently. That was great. That was was really cool.
0: Thanks, man. I appreciate it. They were a lot of fun. They're from where I am in Brisbane in Australia. They're from around here, too, so that was a fun little local one. We got some cool. I did some interviews for Renfield too. That'll be coming out. It's got a delayed release here in Australia, so I spoke to the director and writer of that, and then yeah, some other things that you know. Once they're locked in, you can talk about them. But yeah, nothing for yeah, no, nothing for Fast yeah. Ten. But I'm just going to put that out there. I've had nothing oh, for Fast no Ten. No Momoa in your life. No, and he's filming in New Zealand at the moment, so like you'd think access would be. But hey, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> speak ill of the Momo. Bless his soul. <laughs> Probably going to be the best part of the film. <laughs> I'm sure he will be. <laughs> uh, well, thanks again.
2: And uh, thank you, everyone that's listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Action Action Podcast. Uh, you can check out our list. It lives on Letterboxd at um, Action Action. And yeah, we'll see you next week.
3: it guys, guys.